1: It. that's a hundred weeks of doing this <laughs> how many weeks are in a year I don't know I was just thinking that should I look it up 102 is my guess weeks in maybe a it's year. 120
0: uh 52
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well as I was saying that I was like so then that would mean there's three days in a week And I still gave that as my guess. So yeah, that's about how good I do math, everyone? (laughs) Which makes sense because we've been doing this for two years and we're at our 100th episode. That uh, that checks out. So (laughs) I would just like to
0: really compliment ourselves for being consistent. If there's one thing we are, it's consistent. With
1: the podcast, at least. Yeah. Yeah. How's that workout going, Meg? How's your... Not good, but I talked to one of your best friends yesterday and she said to let it go. So I said, okay. (laughs) Can you hear Jeannie snorting in the background? Jeannie's here, everyone. She's uh, sucking on my thumb right now because she can't find hers yet for some reason or other. So (laughs) here we are. (laughs) She literally
0: looks just like Megan. And actually, should we just tell them the fun fact? Yeah, let's tell them the fun fact. It's super cute we'll start with a fun fact. So I kept saying like, at first I was like, Jeannie looks so much like Avery. And now I'm like, she's literally Megan's twin. Yeah. And my friend just had a baby. Her name's Aaron. And I was like, Aaron, your baby looks so much like your husband. And she was like, well, it's genetics that newborns look like their fathers. It's so that their fathers claim them. Um. And she's like, it's obvious who the mother is. She birthed the baby. Um, but it's a gift from God because fathers have a hard time processing or understanding the baby as theirs since they didn't carry them for nine months. So this is God's way of saying, see, this is also your baby. Yeah. Um,
1: So cool. So super cool. cool. Except Carrie just stayed looking like Avery. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's true. That's true. But yeah, Jeannie's literally your identical twin, even the ears, everything.
1: I love it. Yeah, here for it. We love it. What's your heck yes? My heck yes is I had a girls' night with another mom friend in our neighborhood last week. Or no, no, no. I don't even. Yeah, yeah last week, and Riding. it was so fun. Yeah, it was so fun. She put her babies down at her house, and then drove her little minivan, which like she could have walked, but she, I would have driven too. It takes one second to drive over here. And she put her babies down, drove her minivan over. I put my babies down and we hung out in the living room for like three hours straight talking, drinking wine. It was so fun. And I was like, man, we, why have we just now started doing this? I mean, we were both in like new postpartum stages. So that's probably why, but I was like, wow, this is great and then and her husband think, was there to watch like her babies and- yeah her husband was at her house and eventually once Avery gets back we are gonna do the same exact thing where we put our babies down and then we go out for drinks at like a restaurant or something yeah you like guys 10 both get away. out yeah both get yeah. out of the house and the guys it's no extra pressure on the our husbands like they just have to be home in case someone wakes up like, yeah cool everyone's happy <laughs> That's great. They can watch their TV show or whatever they would. So Avery will just weld some stuff, maybe buy a new car and fix it up. Who knows? I will just be out drinking margaritas. (laughs) Yeah, and Megan will want forty-five more margaritas (laughs) if she comes back. And Avery bought another car. Another car. (laughs) Uh, He wouldn't do that to me. He He might.
0: Okay, so my head guess is that I met two friends. Oh, um, look at us. We're really getting out there. <laughs> but one friend, it was like a setup kind of thing. And we went and got wine on Thursday. And then I invited oh. her to go to Latin mass with me Sunday. And we spent Aww. all day Sunday together. And Aww. we like drove an hour because that's how far it is. And then um, it was her first time to Latin mass and she loved it. And it's a high nice. mass. So it means like the mass is all sung and there's yeah. like eight altar servers Gregorian chant like all the candles it's just beautiful everything yeah all the all the except there is no incense but some do it some don't but um so it's like the bells and whistles no smells um but
1: <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> uh, uh. Give it a four out of five
0: <laughs> and then we went and got brunch and it was just like That's so, so good and felt so normal and yeah and I you also that- do that
1: Oh, sorry. Oh, no, Period. it's okay.
0: I also got coffee then with another girl Saturday morning. Shout out. You know who you are. You listen to the pod. Um, <laughs> so it was just good to like sit down and talk with girlfriends. Like, I don't know, just not have a time limit or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And I don't, yeah, I don't really know anybody where I live. Yeah. Um, or they're just in complete different phases because it's, it's hard when like I am married, but like not really. <laughs> like, like it's weird because it's like you can hang out with single people,
1: right? Hang
0: out with married people, and like of course when you're married, you also want to hang out with your husband. but right. Like then I'm third wheeling, even though I have yeah. a husband.
1: Like yeah, yep. <laughs> it's
0: this weird thing, but um yeah, it was just really great, really refreshing, and just felt normal instead of like sitting small talk reading and yeah small talk yeah sitting by myself reading or small talk yeah
1: yeah I was gonna say it feels nice when there's you mentioned when there's no time limit and then when for you it's like it feels normal because it's like okay we're past the how's the weather where you work do you like Uh it like all that stuff (laughs) (laughs) and then for me it's like there's no time limit and there's no kids so I can finish a sentence with this girl (laughs) like this is great
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> true the, there was one time when I was over at Megan's and I was telling a story and it literally no joke five hours later I'm still
1: telling the story <laughs> but I remember it all I was plugged in but it literally 500 interruptions happened <laughs> holy moly I still am so laughing funny. at the fact that we just kept trucking through We didn't say like, no, let's table this for later. We're like, no, No. we have to get to the end. We would just stop. We would just stop partway through and then like, yeah. Yeah. Go back over it. Yeah.
0: That's good. So you don't value, I didn't value silence so Uh much as when, after I was with you and then I was here, it was like, (laughs) no, I mean, obviously I love your kids. They're my God. No, but there's
1: no, there's no stopping until it's like eight o'clock at night. And then it's like, oh, Okay
0: you just don't realize you don't value the time alone or yeah. the silence until you don't have it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, what's your right no.
1: Um, my heck no is getting your nails done with the newborn. I mean, she's not really newborn anymore. She's three months, but, and, and that sounds terrible. Cause it's like, well, then just don't get your nails done. And it's like, fine. Honestly, I probably wouldn't, but I've needed to, because I've had like collaborations and content stuff with people and I bite my nails and they don't want little stubby nubs I have. holding their products they're not paying me for that so I know um so I've always had to navigate it <laughs> and take a girlfriend with me I took a, my mother-in-law with me once and the thing is the ladies at the nail salon they always want to hold Jeannie which is so sweet and I know they're trying to be helpful but like I don't know them I don't speak Korean I think she they, was just sick yeah. She was just sick. I just don't, I, it makes that. And then I'm like confined to a chair and some strangers holding my daughter. Like it just makes me nervous. I don't know. Yeah. Um, gives me anxiety kind of thinking about it. So I Can you bring her another, carrier in and keep her in there. Yeah. But she won't last that long. Oh. Um, so we took her with us today and I took, um, my brother's girlfriend, our favorite nanny and sitter and my friend with us. Uh, and it was fine, but Found out that cockroaches fly. Did you
0: what? know that? Ew, no, fly. I don't,
1: I haven't experienced cockroaches oh, much. Oh man, it was, it flew onto her and then <gasps> wouldn't leave her jacket. And I was like, no, I'm not helping you, I'm sorry. <laughs> and she had to take her jacket off and shake it off.
0: So, Ew. yeah,
1: at the salon? At the outside, we oh, were walking okay. around outside like, trying to get Mag- you to sleep before we walked you, in. I think you need a new salon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, but then it it got inside because someone left and the door opened and it got inside. And one of the ladies that works there just I watched her just watch it crawl all over the floor. And I was like, someone I, killed I literally this have thing. chills.
0: Like my like, <laughs> ew,
1: you can't really yeah. kill a
0: cockroach. They'll like last can't.
1: nuclear war. Yeah, they'll, they'll live forever.
0: Yeah, I don't even think burning them does it.
1: I don't know just the end of times Jesus coming back might do it but <laughs> I don't know what'll do it yeah. anyways yeah just trying to figure out nails for the baby and then flying cockroaches just all heck knows this is an experience it really is
0: uh, two hour
1: experience
0: yeah okay so my <laughs> okay so my heck no and this is just sounds so like I know you're going to be like, I, Cecilia, you can't fix that. Well, my heck knows that grass grows and, okay. <laughs> and like, I never had to deal with have like cutting the grass or, you know, I just never had to deal with that and because I had like a three-story walk-up apartment. We didn't own grass. Grass did not exist. And same true, in LA. And like, yeah, no grass, concrete and cobblestone. And so now that I, we have two houses and each have yards. Um, Mm. I have people to mow them, but it's just like, I don't know. Like I get my grass mowed every other Tuesday. Um, a high school student comes and does it, but yeah, it's just kind of like annoying, like dealing with all like grass, like all of it, like weeds. I I just hate it all. We like, I have so many weeds in my yard and it's just, Anyways, I sound super, <laughs> I sound like super annoying, but if you <laughs> have a yard and in you, you're going to understand this, it's just like, why, why yeah. is this? Can we just, I should have just made it all concrete or rocks. Like I, I hate grass
1: and no, Megan, you, you also rifless- know how annoying
0: grass is.
1: Yes. Except I do want to learn how to use the lawnmower because I think it's so fun to watch like the grass get. <laughs> get cut because so you weird. see like the the lines in it you know yeah
0: I guess but it's your like grass isn't even plush like Alabama gla- grass isn't even plush enough to see the lines hush
1: when my grass cockroaches all- We're working on it
0: <laughs> my grass all right. is all like crabgrass weeds and then like dirt and wood chips and yeah it sounds disgusting because it looks disgusting and then we have grass <laughs> in Japan and I hired a boy in Japan to cut that grass. So I've been paying him, I have no idea if the grass is actually being cut, I assume. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so I feel like it's a whole thing, like trying to make sure we don't look like white trash, you know, um, cause that, you know, you have five foot lawn grass. So it looks like your house is owned by the bank. Um, Besides the point. <laughs> we have really first world problem heck no, today. If you ha- own a house, you know how annoying dealing with the yard is. Unless you love, like, you have some weird, like... Obsession with mowing or- the lawn? Yeah, or <sighs> like... I don't know. Carrie's not having it or Jeannie's not. Wow. Jeannie's not having it either. Okay. So before we jump into the content for today's episode, by the way, just to plug it, we're going to go through a ton of marriage advice that we were given. Um, just like Instagram posts that we've had and inviting people to comment on the posts. And mm. there's so much good stuff that I don't want, not that it will go to waste, but I want to put it out to as many people as possible. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about it. And then we also have some really great voicemails. So he has guys always
1: show up with the voicemails.
0: Always showing up. And one girl called, she was like, I know you don't like it when we're in the car, but like this is the only time that coughs. You know us. Um Okay, so we have a new sponsor, Maraid with Lumina Health Services. And we have had her on the podcast before, but Maraid is awesome. She is a certified FEM fertility awareness instructor, F-E-M-M. If anyone needs an app for tracking and stuff like that, it's FEM. I love it. It's this little purple like magenta. I don't even know what the it's color cute. magenta is. It's lavender. It's um, lab- yes, definitely <laughs>
1: not magenta, unless they've changed their branding since I first got pregnant.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's a certified athletic trainer and she is so amazing at just approach. She's just the way she describes, Um, charting your cycles for health, body literacy, cycle syncing, natural family planning, like all of these things that can feel so complicated. Maraid approaches it in such a way where it feels like, yeah, I can do this. It's not overwhelming. And I actually have one of her courses and I love it. She has two courses. One is called Charting for Health and the other one is for family planning. Um, But what's new is that you can get six months of access. So if you don't want to pay for the full thing, there is a month to month payment, um, which is super awesome for if you're in college and you can't pay it all up front, you can learn, uh, you can still learn all the things and it's just a cheaper price. And you get videos, you get free downloads, quizzes, there's homework, all of it. Um, So definitely check it out. I'll put, like I said, everything in the show notes, but you can get 20% off um, either the charting for health or the family planning course with code, heck yes, no spaces, no caps, just heck yes for 20% off. Um, and Marade is amazing. You can find so much on her Instagram as well. Her reels are awesome. Her infographics are so informative and she's just a great follow either way. Um, so yeah, check her out Lumina health services. I'll link her Instagram in our show notes as well.
1: Yay. I love her. I'm about to go to her for postpartum stuff. Cause I've yet to ever figure out how to cycle stuff or yeah. chart stuff. Postpartum. I'm excited. That's what
0: she does. She'll do like things like that, where it's hard to just read a book and figure it out. She can look at your charts and actually help you, um, feel yeah. confident in what you're doing even. yeah. So with that,
1: um, marriage advice, I love a good marriage advice.
0: (laughs) Me too. I'm excited.
1: These are like golden nuggets. Mm -hmm. People are so smart.
0: I actually like almost want to write down because I get so many nuggets from books or podcasts or people I talk to. And I kind of just want to like write them all down and put them in a binder and then like flip through it here or there. Because I feel like there's so much you learn and then you just, you forget about them, but they're such good reminders that- yeah, you kind of want to be like called out from this stuff, like every two months, you know, keep it in the forefront of your brain. So we're just, Back. yeah, Megan's. Genie hates that idea. Yeah, but. <laughs> I'm all for it. So, <laughs> so we're just going to kind of go through and talk about them. And yeah, uh, these are from people that have commented on some of my latest posts. So the number one thing that I think is the most important than the easiest to do is dropping everything. The moment your man walks through the door after work to welcome him with a hug, a kiss and an intentional moment just for him. Even if it takes just one minute, you can visibly see in his eyes, how loved and valued he feels in that moment. Um, and I just love everything yes. about it. Cause it's like, he is your priority. Even if you're making dinner, even if you're literally in the middle of, I don't know what
1: vacuuming. That's always yes. me. I'm always in the middle of vacuuming. <laughs> and I'm like, just give me one more second.
0: Uh-huh. And you can always find a reason to just like,
1: never mm-hmm. look up and be like, Hey, yeah. or,
0: you know, wait for him to say something. But if you like, even just run to him or even just be like, hi, and like act excited. Even if you've had a terrible day, it's so like, whether he can verbalize it or not, he's going to appreciate that. Yeah. I feel so loved and admired. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Meg, you've probably seen a
1: difference in times you've done it and haven't. Oh yeah. I remember someone mentioning that at your um, like bridal shower and I was like golden, I'm holding on to this and I've implemented it since then. And it's been a game changer. It's actually funny that this is the first thing you brought up because I was thinking about it as I folded laundry today, Avery has been gone for six days total, which is like Mm -hmm. one of the shortest times he's ever been gone in our dating life and marriage, but I was like, oh my gosh, I should react to him the way that I did when I didn't see him over like long distance. Like when he finally gets home, I'm going to run out and freaking tackle the heck out of him. So he never leaves me again. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, <laughs> because we haven't experienced that since then. And why is it any different? Just because the time's a little shorter, you know? Like, yeah, I don't know. But yeah. And and what we were talking about before, the hotel. Oh, and because I'm gonna surprise him with, um, um, oh my gosh, why can't I speak right now? Hotel my hotel. parents are taking one of our kiddos, <laughs> the older kiddo, Carrie, um, for the day, and then our sitter is gonna stay the night with her, and we're gonna get a hotel out and uh, as a rooftop bar. Very excited. And she's this. gonna surprise Avery I'm with sur- it. Surprise Avery with it because he does not know about this yet. So. At this point. Yeah. I was like, is it safe to say this, but yeah, we'll have already done it at this point. Yeah. When you
0: guys hear this, but I just yeah. love that. Like you're still putting in the effort, even though it's like been a really hard few days for you with both kids on your own for the first time. <laughs> it's hard. Like, it's okay yeah. to say that. Like it's,
1: uh, there's a
0: transition there, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I just love that. And yeah, that's something I remember, even if I, cause I obviously work from home and even when we lived in like the tiny Airbnb apartment, just putting things down and going, giving him a kiss, giving him a hug, looking him in the eye, making eye contact, yeah. it does make a difference. Instead of them coming home, be like, hello, you? Yep. where are you? Where yep. Are you? yep. <laughs> and also,
1: I have his location and I would look Same. to see how close he is. <laughs> On really tough days, I'm constantly checking it. <laughs> <laughs> but then other times I'm like, Oh, I could time it. Well, I I usually do it for dinner. I'll time yeah. it. Like if he's driving back from somewhere, I'll like, okay, I've got like 20 minutes. Okay. I'm going to start dinner now since I'm pretty much done by the time he gets home. It's great. Yes. I love it. I love that thing. I do. I, that's what I do
0: when obviously when you're we together, live All together. Um, <laughs> okay. Wow. Can I mention it even more? Okay. Um, okay so the next one is Someone said, we haven't been married long, but the best advice we've gotten is to always is was always try to outdo the other in love. And this always keeps the focus on giving more than we've received. And it keeps gratitude at the forefront of our minds and prevents the egoism or entitlement from creeping in.
1: Mm, That's so good. Yeah. Try to outdo the other with love. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I mean, for people that are competitive, like us, it's like, yeah, let's go he did that <laughs> for me. Okay. I'll show him. I'm going to freaking tackle him and surprise him with a hotel when he gets. Back. <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> try me. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's something
0: to see. That's something that I would put in my little binder. Try to yeah. always try to outdo each other with love. Yeah. I'm going to make my own Pinterest board IRL. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Scrapbook your favorite things. Oh, you already know. You Megan whenever the flames die and you pull it out, and you're like, ah, yep, Have I, the feel the that fl- one. I feel the
0: rekindling in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Megan knows my scrap scrapbook
1: ability, so it's really good. I used to <laughs> scrapbook all the time pre babies, and I always tell myself that when they're getting ready to graduate high school, I'll pull out photos because I print photos every month. I make sure to print photos every month, but I definitely don't scrapbook them yet. So that'll be down the line that'll be like yeah. our 500th episode. We'll be talking about that. So maybe <laughs> actually that's probably still too soon <laughs> doing the math again. And I'm feeling like it's too soon, but well, that's a good one.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. So another one is I'll add that marriage is not a score sheet to keep track of good deeds or sacrifices. Um, because when you compare you pretty much start to resent each other if they didn't match all the things they should have done. And you're not doing things out of love. You're doing things. Well, you're not doing things out of love. You're doing things to kind of like compare each other, um, which is so good. I've seen it a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. especially with like, Oh, well, my husband, he went golfing on Saturday. So like, I'm not going to do his laundry because like I had more work, you know, things like that. Like the tit for tat that when you start keeping score, it's so toxic.
1: Yep. And Avery and I have caught ourselves in it a couple of times. He'll go out shooting with buddies and then I will be, I'll notice that I'll be extra resentful throughout the day. Like if something wrong, if something goes wrong while he's out with his buddies, I'll like make sure to let him know because it's like, you left me while you're going out and having fun. And it's like, that is so dumb. I want you to have fun. I want you to go out and do that because I also want you to want that for me. And
0: mm-hmm. I don't want it
1: to be just say, well, I went shooting. So now two Meg times this month, go. then yeah. I get two times this month. In right. My exactly. My TJ Maxx like, hangout. <laughs> no. I don't want it to be like that at all. I want it to feel like a gift when I'm given it, not just like a, oh, well, it's your turn now. Like, right. It's terrible.
0: Right, yeah. and it doesn't feel as organic. And mm-hmm. um, what, what else was I gonna say? Yeah, the resentfulness it will only build up. And honestly, if you didn't want him to go out golfing or whatever it is, then oh. you should have just told him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how can you be resentful about something mm-hmm. that you okayed? Yep, like yep, it yep. doesn't. It oh. like when you think about it and break it apart logically. Like I know it's an emotional thing, but when you break it apart, it's like, that how can sense. I be ticked off? with something that I never even communicated. He's, he's going to come back and be like, like, this is, this is why people have, like, there's this thing in culture, like women are crazy, you know, mm-hmm. like their emotions all over. It's this is why, cause we're mad about stuff that we didn't even communicate to begin with. And so they don't even know what we're mad about. Yep. And, and we're mad about something they did, even though we told them to go do it. Yep. 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 It doesn't make any sense. Yep. We're trying we're fake happy for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So love, love calling out our own craziness. Um, (laughs) It's humbling. Um, (laughs) The, another one that was really good. I can't relate, but I do understand this is those of us whose love language isn't words of affirmation. Oftentimes I think we underestimate the power of regular compliments to a man who does receive love that way in the way of Mm. affirmation. And so often caring for his heart is as simple as telling him what's going on in my heart. Um, instead of just keeping everything internal, Mm. And I never thought of it that way. It's like, yes, complimenting him, you know, he receives words of affirmation. Like that's his love language, but he also wants to receive my what's also in my heart. And like affirm in a way that's affirming in your actions that you trust him.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, and the thing I thought about when I read that one was like, when I see Carrie and Avery and the way that she's lighting up in front of him and everything. And I'm like, wow, that just makes my heart so happy that my daughters have him for their dad. And He's just so good with him, and all these like warm, fuzzy thoughts and feelings as I'm watching it happen. Instead of just being like, "Yeah, cool," and keeping it to myself, like I make sure to tell him that later, and that's what that yeah. made me think of. Oh, I love that. He's not even a words of affirmation person, but that still is like food for you. Notice, like, I'm doing my job. I'm doing my yeah. You notice. You notice. Mm-hmm.
0: There's something that yeah. we I was given as advice. Um by actually Erin, the woman who mentioned like the face thing for husbands. And she said something that her and her husband have always done is you say like, before you go to bed, you say three things you're grateful for about Mm -hmm. that other person. And I love that. Yeah, that's something that Patrick and I have always done since. Um, We heard that even prior to being married. I love that so much. Yeah, it's been awesome because it makes you reflect on the day. Even mm-hmm. if you've literally only been with them 3 hours that day because they've been at right. work or whatever it is, it still makes you reflect on it and go through the day, think of all the times you've interacted with each other and then verbally acknowledge them.
1: Yep. And for me, I'm someone who's the words of affirmation. So I if I go a whole day and don't hear how Avery has like, if he has not affirmed me beyond, I love you, which starts to kind of get, I don't know, it doesn't get old, but it's like, okay, yeah, we know we love each other. We're married to each other. How we're how do be- you love me? Yes. in exactly. what ways <laughs> And so if I don't hear that from him, I, it gets to the point where I have to tell him like, Hey, you haven't affirmed me in a while. And I, I like, I need that just like you need me to hug you and kiss you because your physical touch and all that stuff. I need that. And I know that's harder for guys sometimes because they're like, not as, I don't know. I think girls sometimes are a lot more thoughtful and intentional with their words mm-hmm. or able to communicate more. We just talk more, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's a really easy way to do that. Yeah. Um, because it's like, that.
0: they know that throughout the day, you're going to talk about that that night. And, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the times it's little things that they didn't even realize they did or whatever. Mm-hmm. That is the things that you appreciate most. And, um, just like you said, like the thing about Carrie, like you loving seeing Avery interact with Carrie, it makes you verbalize the things that you would have just kept in because you're like, you forget, you forget that you would have told them something like that. It's the same thing where like you're checking out and the cashier has like pretty outfit on and yeah,
1: you know, it's (laughs) like, do you tell them? Do you not? You tell them every time you tell them. Uh-huh. But I'm like I'm all for words, so of course I'm like, of course I'm gonna tell her her earrings are cute. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: And even if your husband like isn't a words of affirmation person, or this doesn't come naturally, this is a way for him to like. This is love just part of well. his routine, yeah. right? Like yeah. this is this is a part of it. And even if none of your love languages are words of affirmation, this is still so so good because mm-hmm. it keeps gratitude at the forefront yeah. of your brain. Um, so yeah, that's something we've um, implemented. And it's one of the best things we've ever done. Um, I need to do that. And when you're doing something consistent, you can create a routine around it. So what we started to do then is like, pray our auxilium Christianorum, which is, it's a prayer that like each day is a different prayer. Well, each like Monday is one prayer. And anyways, you can get the app auxilium Christianorum. And so we pray like that day's prayer. And then we say like the three things we're grateful for, and it's just such a good routine. So if you start with the grateful thing, you'll start to build other things into that nighttime routine with each other. And yeah, not that I have a ton, not that, <laughs> that routine,
1: I have 10 weeks of living with my husband, but you know, those 10 weeks <laughs> were really great so far. Okay, but you've always been a good person to go to for like relationship advice or like men versus women and how each one's made and how they can complement each other. So I don't think you have zero like Thank you. expertise in, this, <laughs> Thank in you. this topic. Yeah, of course.
0: So the next one is, um, okay, watching what I talk about dwell on and how my attitude is around him throughout my every day were one, whatever I'm filled with sleeps, seeps into him and into his life. Um, he doesn't need to know whatever crap I read on social
1: media that day. Oh, you wrote this, Megan. I was going to say, this is the one I wrote, I think, cause this sounds real familiar. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you want to
0: dive into that a little more?
1: Well, I was just saying like, it goes back to when you're the home, when you're the wife and you're the homemaker and all these things, like everything, you are the starter. Wow. Jeannie's really going to tell on her fingers right now. If you guys can hear that, <laughs> <not good> um, <laughs> you are the start of, the atmosphere of your home. And so whatever I'm taking in and letting out into the home is what the atmosphere becomes. So, and and I want my house to be a safe place for him to come at the end of work. I want it to be mm. chaos free. I want it to be drama free. I want it to just be like an oasis he just comes home he's always safe here it's quiet he feels at peace here and so I've had to notice especially with the past two years because they've been crazy and psycho and media has been insane and conspiracy theories are insane and all the things and everyone has an opinion on everything we don't need that to be our conversations every time he comes home from work right that does not need to be like we can avoid that completely I mean, you can talk about it every now and then. I'm sure it's good to make sure you guys are on the same page for things, but I was realizing that because I, was con- because I was consuming so much of it throughout each one of my days while he was at work, I would start to feed it to him when he came home and it didn't yeah. add anything good to our marriage at all. So, yeah, well, you
0: know, me, That's I think that. conspiracy theories are of the devil and only separate yes. marriages, but there you go, you know,
1: everyone, um, <laughs> Yeah. Reddit, take that. No. (laughs) (laughs) Twist my words with that one. Why don't you? So there was, um,
0: yeah, there was one thing that I thought of too, when you were saying that is, um, Alison Armstrong is someone who I don't like her new stuff. I think it's super weird. Um, but Alison Armstrong has this book called the queen's code. And that's something I recommend every woman, um, but I've read almost all her work at this point and she has this thing and I forgot what she calls it, but it's where after a man gets home from work, he needs 10 minutes to decompress. You don't give him chores. You don't say, here's your list. You don't mm. say like, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you clean that? Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, I've been waiting for you can quickly mow the grass. Like he needs 10 minutes to decompress and shift from his super masculine mode to his like, okay, I'm in the home kind of mode because most of like when when men are in their work mode, it's, yeah, it's just completely different. So that 10 minutes to decompress, maybe it's that like, and I know like feminists would be like, their skin would be crawling right now thinking about <laughs> yeah. this, but maybe it's like literally giving grabbing him a beer and letting him sit on the couch and decompress for 10 minutes while he like stares at his phone or something, yep. you know? Yep. Um, and just knowing that like, he needs that and offering him that time too, um, instead of like, oh my gosh, you're home here. Take this kid, you know? And obviously I don't have kids, so I don't know, but no, that's a
1: real thing. That's a real thing. And it's good to not do that. And instead give him a beer. Junie <laughs> also is not a fan. Again, this is a very on brand. I'm going to mute myself now. Okay. <laughs>
0: I can so funny but yeah Allison Armstrong talks about this and she has a specific word for it because she like gives like phrases to all of these little nuggets um but yeah letting him decompress and I've seen that and I've witnessed that and witness not doing it and witness doing it and there's a big difference in how the rest of even dinner the how evening. the rest of the night goes yeah, yeah. and the peacefulness and yep. I, I don't the even cooperation almost
1: yeah too. And yeah. them
0: wanting to serve you if they have 10 minutes to just like gather their thoughts and process their day. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's like going to the room and just like sitting there and then coming out 10 minutes later after they get out of their work clothes, you know, yep. Yep. getting out of the work clothes is a huge thing too. letting them just like do that, get cozy. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. Okay. So before we jump into a few more here, Meg, you want to talk about the little Catholic?
1: Yes, always. It's actually really funny. Right before we got on this um, episode, my little Catholic bracelet got stuck on the chair while I was holding Genie. So I was like one hand on Genie, one hand trying to get the bracelet unhooked. But it worked, and it's still beautiful, and it's still on my wrist. (laughs) We're happy to see it. Um, The Little Catholic is our favorite Catholic jewelry brand. It's honestly my favorite jewelry brand. I don't know if I can speak for Cece on that, too, because she's a little more fashionista than I am. Okay, well, then that means something, okay? I don't (laughs) wear, like, any other jewelry, but really the Little Catholic. The Little Catholic. Okay. You guys heard it here from, (laughs) from a fashion expert herself. The Little Catholic's jewelry is so, so good quality and beautiful. It's, I mean, it lasts. They have so many unique pieces. A lot of them nod to our faith. Some of them are just beautiful, which I think inherently nods to our faith, but yeah, that's beside the point. Um, they have a discount code for us, which is really generous because it's heck two zero. So 20% off. All of that is linked in our show notes, but we will never be able to speak enough goodness about them.
0: And it's ethically handmade in the U S like literally everything is handmade in the USA. And it's so funny. My friend, Marilis, uh, she doesn't buy anything that's made in China anymore. So even when we were going dress shopping, she's like, I really like this dress, but it's made in China. I can't buy it. Yeah. So even more more as more and more time goes on and stuff gets more and more tense with, you know, who it's so awesome to be having brands that are every that's hundred percent made in the USA. So, okay. The next few things, let me see. Okay. So Something that I was told the first year of marriage, this is not me talking, this was someone's comment. Something I was told in the first year of marriage was to assume the best in my husband's actions and what he says, even if I don't understand at the time, men are so intentional, especially with the woman they love. I remember prior to hearing this, there were certain situations in that first year that my mind would wander with the what ifs, scenarios of how I interpreted his actions. Doing that was not rooted in reality, and every single time I did that, it was a misinterpretation on my part. He always had and has my best interest in mind when making decisions in all that he does. And it was so freeing, especially to my heart when I trusted that.
1: And that I think was from Claire finding Sophia yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I remember reading that one and thinking that is so spot on. Avery and I just had a moment like that uh, about a month ago where I was like, if I had just trusted him. And not- this comes back in our relationship as well too um
0: where so many times like even yeah I don't know like Patrick will say something and I'm like I don't know like maybe we should do this or like why would you do it that way or like yep. you know stuff like kind of challenging for no reason and it's he's the like, running Well, oh, sorry oh no it's okay he's just like I like I thought about this a lot and like I have your best interest at heart like why don't, why don't you trust that? Like, I'm always thinking about you. Right. Like I'm always thinking like, what is best for you? Yeah. And you need that reminder sometimes because that independence of like, I don't know, always trying to have your own back kind of thing. Yeah. Creeps in. But what were you going to say? I was going to say, it's the
1: running joke of how the wife always says, why'd you park here? Why didn't you park over there? And it's like mm-hmm. one, why does it matter? you have to walk two extra feet in your head that you Mm -hmm. like somehow decided there was a better parking spot. And two, like he probably had a reason for parking there. Like he probably didn't think he could fit in the other parking spot. I don't know, just something dumb. Mm -hmm. It was the exact thing, thing happened to Avery and I. It was raining. I was waiting in line at UPS to get stamps. I had Jeannie in my arms. We had Carrie with us. So all four of us were together. Jeannie was freaking out. I said, babe, I'm gonna take her to the car and nurse her because I can't, like she's just, she needs me right now. Can you get the stamps He's like, Well, it's raining. I don't I don't want you to go out there with Jeannie and get in the car. Like, I don't want her to get sick or anything. I'm gonna go get the car. And I was like, um, okay. And so then he left me in the UPS store with Carrie and Jeannie. Jeannie's crying to go get the car. And then he brought it over. And then I said, Okay, well, I'm gonna go get in it. And he was like, No, no, no. I thought we were all gonna go get in it, and then we're gonna park park back over there. And I was like challenging him. I was like, Why? Why, like, why can't I just get in the car and nurse Jeannie? Like, this is ridiculous. He was like, because every time I park the car somewhere, I get ticketed. And when we got home, he was like, why, why, why did you challenge every single step of that process? Like I was going to get the car for you guys. You were going to be able to feed Jeannie. It was all going to mm-hmm. be taken care of. And you challenging me like that in public doesn't make me feel like you trust me at all. And I was mm-hmm. like, Wow. Okay. Yes. When
0: you challenge it, literally, it all comes back because men want to be trusted. Yeah. Like that is, especially in a marriage, like that is their biggest thing is like, yeah. you have full trust. And this doesn't mean that there's certain things where there's certain things I say. And he's like, Oh yeah, I never thought of that. Thank
1: you. Yeah. You know, like totally. it, there's a
0: time and a place, mm-hmm. but being aware of that, because I could, ch- if I really wanted to I could challenge, every single thing he wants, he's going to say, right. That would
1: freaking suck. And that would right. make him miserable and me miserable because when mm-hmm. he's miserable, I'm miserable. <laughs> yep. Funny how that works. It's also just so funny that Claire said that it like brought peace to her heart. I think is what she said. Mm-hmm. And I was like, honestly, yeah, because that whole situation could have been really peaceful and like, oh, he's taking care of us. It's so nice of him. And instead, it was really tense mm-hmm. because I didn't trust him. Yeah. Like benefit of the doubt could have gone a long way there. And, and when I you verbally
0: say that, like, I trust that you always have my best interest at heart. It mm-hmm. makes him rise as well, because he's like,
1: you're that's, right. Every that's a action, responsibility.
0: Yeah. Yes. You assume that responsibility in the best way possible. And he, if you don't feel like he's at that point, he will rise to it. If you're mm-hmm. like, I really trust that you always, that you're always thinking about me. You always have my best interest in mind when making decisions and that you have, and you do, and you always will. Yeah. And um, yeah, it is so many things like so many little disagreements would be fixed. If I just trusted. Yep. Even though they've given you no excuse to not trust. That's the thing they've given you no reason to not trust. And there's the little things is what
1: really adds up to them feeling like you don't trust them. Yep. Yep. Again, this is why people think women are crazy.
0: (laughs) Was this just a counseling session for myself? I think we just learned a lot
1: about ourselves and our marriages. I hope you guys did too. (laughs) Oh
0: my gosh. Oh, good. Someone said, I loved this when I do laundry, it's for him. When I cook dinner, it's for him. When I clean our home, it's for him. When I mm-hmm. complain, it affects him. When I share my joy, it affects him. Everything I do affects him in some way. And it is for him. It's beautiful way to make our small sacrifices for him all throughout the day without him ever knowing. It's my secret love letter
1: to him. It gives me chills. Wow, that was really beautifully written. What the heck? I don't want to cry. <laughs> That's going in the bulletin. <laughs> my binder oh the binder that's what it was I was like bulletin didn't sound right but I stuck with it it's,
0: it's going in the binder love letter to him oh my gosh I'm gonna it's think really of that cute. every single thing I do yeah that's sweet wow wow I need to I like I really like that one we need heart. to
1: take a second
0: yeah my heart's beating like really fast it needs water,
1: <laughs> it needs water.
0: I'm sweating yeah. oh, I'm wearing God. slippers I need to take them off because I'm literally sweating your
1: <laughs> feet are slipping <laughs>
0: They're getting slippery. Um, wow, that was really good. I wish I could give a shout out to who said that, but I forgot. Um, but it was in my last post or a while ago. Um okay, let me look. Wow, I don't think we're gonna get to voicemails, but I have okay. we could, we could. This is good. Okay. Yay. Um my biggest shift in marriage has been to allow him space to be in a bad mood. Mm. And side note, I loved this because I never even really thought of this. Um, she goes on for so long. I thought it was my responsibility to cheer him up, get him to talk about it. Now, if he's in a bad mood, I just smile, scratches back and wait. He feels so much more respected and the bad mood hardly lasts a minute. Never, ever, ever speak a word against your spouse, not in complaining to a friend, venting to parents. Nope, never my spouse. And I feel so secure in knowing that we don't trash talk each other to anyone example i recently visited my husband's workplace with our baby and his coworkers glowed about us he always speaks so highly of you they said it was a frequent com- it was a frequent comment to me that visit and it's so encouraging to know that the people he spends the most time with hear positive and uplifting things about our
1: marriage mm. can we go back to that negative talk or that mood one because yes. that's i feel that to the core I always want to fix. I'm like, no, 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 we should be happy. We should be, we should be peaceful. We should be joyful. So I'm always trying to fix it instead of just letting him sit in it. Which is such a masculine quality, actually the fixing things. Yep, it is. And no wonder it doesn't work. Right. No, seriously. But I try to do it. Literally no wonder.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Because yeah, the, and, and men will be aware of this. I mean, any
1: marriage book will say this. is Men always try to fix things and you need uh-huh. to be compassionate first and yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, which is funny too, because then I should just take an, freaking chapter out of my own book and let him be and listen instead of trying to fix it because it's we're not listening from him if he's not talking you right. don't need just, just don't be there. even say anything right exactly just be there because that's all I want from him and mm-hmm. if well most of the time I'm talking too because we well, to talk yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but I don't want him to fix it I just want him to listen yeah so why do I have such a heart yeah well this is literally a counseling set. I know we're
0: literally <laughs> just like <laughs>
1: Okay. Thanks for, thanks for joining us
0: on our therapy sesh. Um, <laughs> but I love the part where she said my fow- spouse and I feel so secure knowing we don't mm. trash talk each other to anyone. Yep. And that feeling of security is everything in marriage. And again, trust. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't, I don't think I realized how easy actual- people trash talk right well I didn't think I realized the actual deep purpose or like the actual deep meaning of trust until marriage mm, yeah it just kind of felt like oh a very like shallow kind of like a trust fall thing yeah, or like
1: yeah I don't know like it I just trust felt- them to be at the restaurant at the time that I told them I meet them at the restaurant kind of thing yes <laughs> yeah
0: but I don't think that I have fully grasped I mean, even now I'm still learning kind of what a deeper meaning of trust is, but that, that sentence, my spouse and I feel so secure, like trust is feeling secure in assuming the best. And the thing Clara was saying is always <gasps> trusting that he is my best interest in mind. Yep. Now, obviously it's hard if maybe he hasn't had your best interest in mind prior and you've had some right. stuff happen. That's hard. That's something to work through, but, um, even still assuming the best it it calls them higher um, because they know you have those expectations for them. Yep. Um, a good expectation. Let's see, tell him he's doing a good job and that you appreciate him. Honestly, they need to hear this being a being um, appreciated is huge. And when God willing kids come along, let him do his way. If he's on baby duty. If he feeds the baby differently, if he dresses the baby in an outfit, you wouldn't have chosen. If it's on backwards, if he doesn't put the bow in their hair or socks or hat on, like you would have, or completely forgets it. If he plays with them differently or doesn't cuddle them like you would, I can't tell you how many moms I see. And I'm sure I did this too, that correct the dad simply for doing things different than they would and doing them. Like being the dad, like they're not us and they need to feel appreciated for being the men
1: they are. That is so true. Avery and I had a conversation about that when Carrie was first born. Because I was, I mean, when it's your first kid too, there's just a lot that you're learning and you're just mm-hmm. like, so, there's just a lot happening. Um, so you can't totally blame the mom and the hormones and like the overprotectiveness almost, because I think that's where it stems from. But again, yeah. it stems from a mistrust because you're not trusting him to have your child's best interest at heart if, to something as dumb as like literally you forgot to put socks on a baby. Like,
0: right? baby's gonna be
1: fine. You're fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's
0: mm-hmm. fine. Those or take them off anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> th- that just gives me such a new perspective though, because even not in, this is something too, that Alison Armstrong talks about is she says there's certain things men are certified in and there's certain things they're not, they're not. And it, it's so funny. Cause like, yeah, there's certain things that you're just like, I like, I am going to do those things because yep. either one, I enjoy do the, doing them or two, like I just, there's certain things Patrick just does way better than me and certain things I do way better than Patrick and that's okay. Um, so there's certain, certain, the certain things you decide that you're both certified in like, like him cutting the grass or like him chopping an onion. He like hates the way that I chop onions. And like, I've just decided that he's certified in that. And so like he chops the onion because the way I chop it, um, like Mrs. <laughs> <skin crawl. laughs> and so we've just decided things like that. Right. Um, but then there's other things where Allison Armstrong says this. And I'll always remember it is you can't tell the man to do something and how to do it. You get to pick one, Ooh. you either tell him to do it, or if he's already doing something, you give a suggestion how to do it, but you can't choose both. You can't have both. And I was like and not tell, like ask him to, I was like, wow, that's so like, imagine how emasculating it would be if you give yeah. your husband a list and then tell him how to do the list.
1: Yep. It's like treating him like a kid. That's literally definition that's of what being I, whipped. That is what I do with Carrie right now. I tell yeah. her to do something and then I explain how to do it because yeah. she literally doesn't know. So that's looking at your husband and saying, you pretty much have the ability of a two-year-old. So I'm going to spell this out for you. Yes.
0: How emasculating. And like he'll figure it out. He's an adult. And again, like he is going to have your best interest in mind. So if that means, you know, cleaning the bathroom this way, that means cleaning the bathroom that way. But if you want something done done a certain way, then do it. Then do it yourself. Yeah. You're certain parent, like you are certified in that. So yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. So if he like if he's already doing something like, I don't know. Maybe he is putting or trying to fold the fitted sheet, and you know a sp- you know a trick to you know fold the fitted sheet. You know you can tell him how you would do it, but you can't tell him fold the fitted sheet and do it this way because at yeah. that point just do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, or can you can you like put a new diaper on and make sure you put it on this way, or yeah. show him how as he's putting it on and micromanage the task. Mm-hmm. No one likes to be micromanaged. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that was a really good one. Um, Let me see. Um, Listening to him, not just his words, but his actions, his movements, his silence, everything he does, listen to it and absorb it, honor it, move with it. His words might be in a phone call and his actions might be miles away, but it still stands. At least for me as a wife, I can overcome with words and fact I can be oh at least for me as a wife I can be overcome with words and facts and multitasking spending my time serving him and loving him but not truly listening to him men are so much different and by watching and listening can really show you how to protect his heart the way his specific heart needs to be protected. Mm -hmm. I never thought of the word absorbing I really like that. Yeah I do too absorbing his that's so true but men speak like they almost speak in between their words. Does that make sense?
1: Like I'll explain that.
0: Yeah. Like their actions, movements, the silence, like that sometimes speaks so much more than words. Like, what is it? Women say like five times more words a day than men, <laughs> something like that. Something crazy. That math um,
1: sounds right.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's either like three or five, something like that. I'm sure people are correcting me right now in their head, but um, yeah. And a lot of times, like she was saying, it's not just his words. It's his actions, his movements, his silence, everything he does, listen to it and absorb it. Mm. And yeah, I just love that. I love that. Yeah.
1: I forget, or I feel like we forget to continue to learn our spouses. I feel like we think, yep, this is who I married. This is it. This is, and then we just get stagnant. And then we just like, we almost put blindfolds on. And I think it trickles into like, oh, we don't get excited when we see them at the door anymore. We don't pay attention to things like their silence or their actions as much anymore. We just, yeah, it's just another thing that happens that they do. It's like, we're both constantly changing for the rest of our marriage. And there's, okay.
0: That's so good. And you just put something of frustration. I have like literally into words that I'm just texting to myself. So I remember it right now. Oh, cool. Um, Thanks. Holy spirit. (laughs) yeah yeah so the whole thing you said like learn your spouse I think that literally you're in I feel like whoever's listening you're like actually in a therapy session of Megan and I like facetiming right now yeah Um, (laughs) because
1: we are literally what is happening (laughs) I am dangling cords over Jeannie to keep her quiet right now literally (laughs) charging cords it's working she's happy I don't care (laughs) (laughs)
0: she likes it so when you said learn your spouse I feel like that is the biggest frustration with our situation because that's what I desire so much like Mm. we spent I spent a year knowing him and learning him as a boyfriend and as a fiance and all I want to do is learn him as my spouse yeah and you can't you got ripped of that right now yeah like I feel like Yeah. Like I was gypped of it. Like that opportunity is so delayed and like, yeah, I can learn about marriage. I can pray for him. I can, you know, invest in the emotional intimacy and and like the intellectual intimacy and the spiritual intimacy, but I don't, I I just want to learn him and need him there to learn him. And that's what I feel robbed of right now. And that totally hit it on the mark right there. I didn't, I could
1: not put that into words. But you did. So thank you. Well, sweet. Um, happy to happy to do it. Because <laughs> I forget or I'm speaking to myself when I said that. Like I realized lately, I was like, oh, I stopped like learning about him. Like and when well, I was getting frustrated because I feel like I wasn't understanding him as easily as I used to. And it was mm-hmm. like, hmm, maybe it's because I stopped paying attention as much and as people I used changed. To. Yeah, people changed. And I stopped paying. A- <laughs> <laughs> She's sneezing. <laughs> it takes like her whole body. I stopped paying attention like I used to. Like when you're dating, you're just like all over this person. You're all about him. Like, let me learn their favorite candy. Let me learn their favorite. And I told Avery the other day, I was like, I asked him for his order from somewhere. And I was like, honestly, how do I not have a running list in my phone already of your favorite order from each place? Like, why am I still asking you? We're three uh-huh. years married. Like uh-huh. what? So uh-huh. speaking to myself too. Oh, you thinking about food, I'm totally going to get Jimmy John's
0: after this. I'm so hungry. Jimmy, Jimmy John's. So yeah. We're getting an olive garden. And they're little Ooh. Italian donuts. Oh. <laughs> oh, maybe I should get Olive Garden. I'm totally ordering in today, tonight. It's 5 41 PM. Um, okay, well, real quick, let me make sure there's nothing else I meant to say. Um, oh, one thing trying to make your house a home, striving to keep the marriage connection strong because you'll find times when you feel like roommates and someone has to plan mm. the date or bring the romance and um. And anyways, she was saying pretty much like, why not us women to like make things happen? Like, don't just wait for him to maybe like make a step or make a move or whatever. Like first moves don't matter when you're in married, like (laughs) stop counting,
1: waiting for him to make a first move. Like you're already married, make a move. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Go, go buy a hotel. And just surprise them. Buy the whole, buy the entire the thing, the whole freaking thing, and then show them the credit card and be like, "Sorry, I just thought this was a gesture of love." Then show them
0: your credit card and be sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole thing about making your house a home, like that, is one thing where I think we can overlook and be like, "Yeah, I'm making the decor like because I like it," and like you know, yeah. I want to do this. Well, yeah you're making it how you like it, but in an even more deeper purpose, you're making it a home so that he loves the home. Yeah. Like he loves being in the home. And that doesn't mean you're like taking all his decor recommendations. That's not what I mean. I mean, you're decorating it so beautifully and making it so comforting and a house and a home are two completely different things.
1: Yep. Yeah. Avery made the comment the other day during prayers, we'll thank God and ask God for things. And we always try to mention each other. So I guess maybe we do do the gratitude thing a little bit, Mm -hmm. but not as intentionally as I want to do it now after hearing this. (laughs) Um, But he mentioned, he thanked God for the homemaker that I am. And he had never done that before. And I was like, I asked him after prayers. I was like, that was really sweet to hear. But like, what made you say that? That was a new one. And he was like, I don't know. I was just thinking about how this house would literally be bare walls like bare bones if you didn't make it a home. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, thanks. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like a bachelor pad for sure. But, <laughs> but it was like, okay, cool. Because I don't know if anyone else is like this, but every time I go to TJ Maxx or something and I find something that I want for the home or a thrift store and I get it, there's a little bit of me that's like, do we really need this? Like, mm-hmm. is this, am I really doing something productive right now? Am I just wasting our money? Like, is this even mm-hmm. important? And to hear him say that it was like, yeah, the home that I built in finding those little things and putting them together, just decor.
0: It's, it's not so much just a core
1: and it's not just wasted money. Like it, this home has been his for a year now. And he's obviously thought about how nice it is or how welcoming yeah. and homey it is. And that's meant something to him. So I was like, wow, okay,
0: cool. Even the thing, like, it's not just a pretty dress. Like, it's so much more than that. It's how you show up, how you walk into the room, how
1: you present yourself to your husband. Like, it's so much more. talk about lingerie. Yeah. I mean, like, literally it trickles into that. Which actually, segue real quick. uh, If you're a patron, Patreon, what do we call them? Patreon. Patron. Patron. A patron. Okay, if you're a patron to our Patreon, uh, we do a call once a month. It's the second Sunday of the month. So in August, what is it? August 14th. We'll be mm-hmm. doing our next one and the topic's going to be on sex. So, yep. We could talk about laundry during <laughs>
0: that too, but. And we'll put a Q&A probably, we'll put a Q&A probably on our What in the Dang Heck Instagram page like a week before so that we can kind of get more talking points that you guys are interested in. But yeah, all of our patrons, we're so grateful for you and we want to continue bringing great content. Um, not only just every monday morning but also just um you know a bonus every month so you can become a patreon patreon you can become a patron um (laughs) sorry butchered that with the link in our bio um any anything donated any amount is so appreciated you can choose um you don't have to like donate a certain amount every month, but it is a monthly donation. So please prayerfully consider donating so that we can continue to put out this good content for you. And, um, I know we talked about it before, but this is on a free platform and we want to keep this content on a free platform so that we can continue to just evangelize through normal talks like this, um, Yes, normal counseling sessions.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and now all I'm thinking about is Olive Garden. So with that, I'm just going to yeah, leave you with a thanks. few book recommendations. Fascinating Womanhood. It's like a light pink cover. They have it on Audible. You can get it on Amazon. I don't, I can't remember who it's from, but Woman, Fascinating Womanhood. Good book. Queen's Code by Alison Armstrong. It looks super stupid. The cover, not good art but don't judge the book by its cover. I promise it's worth your time. Um, And then another one is called sacred marriage. It's by this dude. Um, I can't remember his name, but uh, you'll see it. And he's Christian. He's not Catholic, but he uses a lot of um, our church fathers like quotes and stuff like that. And he just makes a lot of good points and um, you can glean from a lot of his wisdom. So with that, we love Amazing. you. Yes, we appreciate you. And we will <laughs> talk to you next week. And thanks for being here for 100 episodes.
1: Yes, thank you guys. All right, we'll see you next week. Peace over it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review,
0: and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.